Blog Talk Radio.
everyone, and welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit with Rosa Winterbrook. And this evening we are without Winterbrook, but she will be back. Um, I believe she won't be back with us until the 29th. She's traveling. Um, so, you guys are stuck with me for the next two weeks. I hope you'll enjoy it. And uh, here on the Wisdom of Spirit, we are here every Thursday evening, and... Generally, it's with both of us, Winterbrook and myself. We are both psychic mediums, and uh, we offer a myriad of spiritual and metaphysical insights to help you and guide you in your day-to-day living. Topics here include, and are not limited to, spirit messages, guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative healing modalities. We have a monthly meditation, which will be continuing through July and August, even though we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus. Chakras, gemstones, tarot, runes, other forms of divination, astrology, animal communication, and more. So we're always looking to give you um, information on the metaphysical and things that affect our day-to-day lives. If you'd like more information about me, Visit my website, please. It's www.readingswithrose.com. And for more information about Winterbrook, it's www.winterbrookmedium.com. So you can check out our websites and feel free to email. We uh, hope to bring you the topics and subjects and all things that you are looking forward to and things that you want to know about. So feel free to email both or either of us uh, with an idea or a request or what have you. Just want you to know that uh, we did a, well, on my wall, uh, I posted, and I believe I I tagged Winterbrook in it as well, there's the June 2017 lineup. Uh, Tonight's show is included in there, which we're going to be discussing color magic. And then next Thursday evening, we're going to have a guest, Lisa Marini Wilson, and Lisa is a Reiki master teacher. She's also a, a, I believe she's a birthing doula and an end-of-life doula. She's a certified crystal healer. She is Wonder Woman, and she's also uh, Raven Keys. Well, she's the first authorized teacher of certified medical Reiki, that of Raven Keys, uh, Certified Medical Reiki Masters, and she will be with us next Thursday on June 22nd. We'll have a discussion with Lisa, and she can tell you guys personally all the wonderful things that she does. And then the following week, we have Gypsy Moon, who Gypsy is a spirit medium and a paranormal investigator. Gypsy participates in paranormal events nationwide and as a guest speaker and lead investigator on many different investigations. She's also been interviewed on numerous radio shows and is available for private readings. Um, So we're going to have Lisa next week and then Gypsy Moon the following week, and then we will be only broadcasting the first week of each month the monthly meditations. So that's where we're going to be, and then we will go back to weekly shows starting September. And that's where we're going to be for the summer. 
So I hope you guys enjoy the show, and it'll be great. So uh, if you have any questions, feel free to call. The number here in studio is 631. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm giving out a wrong number. Wait, 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 wait. It's 347-677-0699. And make sure that you press the number one on your phone so I know that you're waiting to speak to me because uh, if you don't press that number one, we don't get a... We don't get the little indication that someone wants to speak to the host. And sadly, you'll just be sitting there all night, whatever. But anyway, basically, uh, yeah, so if you call in, please do that. And what else do we have to say for this evening? Let's see. Well, I guess we'll get right to Oh, no, the one thing I do want to say... Um, a lot of this is popping up lately. i gotten it in about three readings in the past week. And uh, those of you, if you've seen my Facebook and that little intro that it says there, on my intro it says Psychic Medium, Spirit Liaison, Registered Healer, Reiki Master Teacher, and Shihan. And, last but definitely not least, Love Ambassador for the Love Foundation. Um, I've had three people ask me this week, well, what should I do? Tell me what to do. This is after a reading, of course. And I replied to each one of them, I cannot tell you what to do. You have to make the decision. You have to, using your intuition, of course, and using the information that has come out in the reading, you then need to make your own decision based on your free will and, and your own feelings and guidance what to do. I can't tell you what to do. Can't tell you what to do. Can't lead your life for you. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a fact. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but it is a fact. So um, I really just want to kind of set the record straight. You can go and, and get advice from a psychic, a medium, or what have you. But the bottom line is we all are responsible for our own lives, and we are all responsible for our own choices. And it's your choice. You make your choice based upon, of course, information and free will. And you get what you get. I mean, we're all here. This is a learning excursion, and nobody learns without failing. I mean, think about it. Well, maybe you don't remember, but when you were starting to walk, you went from crawling to somewhere making it to getting upright and taking one step, two steps, three steps. But you had a lot of bumps and you had a lot of falls along the way. But eventually you got in your walking. I remember how you started walking or, or what clicked and when you got it that you could walk, but you've been doing it for years on end and, you know, you don't even think about it. But um, people just, I think that we have been so barraged with fear because people out there who make big money, people who are making millions of dollars on people, a lot of times they're making it because they have scared the bejesus out of people. 
And if you scare somebody by saying, you know, things are not going to go well for you if you don't buy this or if you don't get this or if you don't do that, you know, basically you're threatening people, but that's the way the advertising market has been going. Um, People have been living in the grips of fear for so long and in so many areas of their life that they're no longer even aware that they are being scared to death. You know, uh, a lot of people are very codependent. And this codependency a lot of times comes, sneaks up on you because you didn't start out codependent and fearful, but through experiences and things that have happened to you, and again, it's going to sound like I'm beating up on the marketing industry and the advertising industry, but we really are being advertised and marketed to death. You click on a website now. You can't even read the article that maybe that's why you clicked because you saw something interesting and you wanted to read about it. First thing that comes in your face, subscribe, give us your email, get our newsletter, do this, do that. Can I just read the article and then if I'm interested, interested, I'll look further down to see how I can get more information from you? It's the first thing in your face. And we're so used to this in-your-face stuff and barraging and whatever. The, the the drug commercials now, oh, if you don't take this, you're going to get cancer. And if you don't take this, you're going to die. And then you listen to the side effects. And somewhere in those side effects, there's something about dying. But they're going to scare you till you buy whatever they're hawking. So, really, um... People, we need to take our lives back, and in that respect, we need to really live in the now. We need to have more silence because we're living in a very noisy atmosphere. I don't know whether it's all for distraction or or what the thing is, but for people to have a quiet moment and have a quiet mind, it's almost impossible. Meditation, most people will say, I can't meditate because they think it's some some complicated, crazy, you know, has to be dressed like a guru burning incense, sit cross-legged on the floor with your hands in mudras and yada, yada, yada. If you could just quiet your mind for three minutes a day in the morning, just sit quietly, relax every muscle in your body, clear your mind, and I know things are going to come into your mind because we have that monkey mind chatter going on, but give it a shot. You know, nothing happens the first time perfectly, and practice does make perfect. And if you can just clear your mind for a couple of minutes, focusing on your in-breath and out-breath, and that's all you focus on. If something comes to mind, like you need to get the registration for your car or you need to take the kids to school or you need to pay some bills, that's fine. Acknowledge it and just send it off and go back to the clear mind and the in and out breath. Repeat that as many times as necessary and you will actually have cleared your mind at some point. You may have to practice this just to get to a clear mind for a second or or a minute or 15 seconds, you may have to practice it five days, seven days, ten days, a week, two weeks, 
but keep up with the practice. And you'll notice a definite change in your thoughts, in your reactions, in your actions, in your patterns for the better. It's like clearing your computer cache every evening or your laptop cache. Everybody clears their cache because they want their their devices to work quicker. And everybody knows the more stuff you put in that cache, cookies, pages, whatever they call it, the slower it starts to go because it can only hold so much stuff. And when we're all on the Internet and doing, we're... Um, you know, we're putting a lot of information in there. It doesn't have to stay there because I know you see that thing with the temporary files. So get rid of the temporary files and just keep the files you need, which are the present files. Uh, same thing with people holding on to a lot of things they don't need in life. Hold on to those old possessions while you may need them. You'll never need them. If you haven't used anything in the past year, some people subscribe to the six-month uh, rule, but, you know, for argument's sake, let's be lenient, the past year, um, you really don't need it, trust me. And um, purge, it's all about purging, and it's all about you can't hang on to stuff because bottom line is you can't take it with you. And um, so just, just keep your life simple. Keep your life simple without fear. Forge ahead. Move on. I happen to come from a family of women who are very strong. And as my grandmother and my mother always said, you just got to push through it. Just push through it. And with that push through it mentality, I experienced PTSD four times in my life because I was pushing through it. I was pushing through traumas, disasters, terrible things, but I was pushing through it. Couldn't realize later on why certain things weren't going the way they were going and why I just couldn't do what I wanted to do. I couldn't push through it anymore. Well, because I really did not address the PTSD that was happening. I was just pushing. And sometimes you can't push anymore. So I saw a colleague of mine and had a very awakening and healing session with her. That session was three hours long, and I have to tell you, I cried from beginning to end. It was very cathartic. It was very exhausting. It was very healing, though, because all of that stuff I had been pushing through the PTSD, through the loss, through the trauma, through the upheaval of my entire life, I was just pushing it aside. That was like burying your head in the sand deeper and deeper and deeper. So... If something's not right, find someone, get yourself some healing. Thank God nowadays addressing your own mental health is not as bad as it was 20, 30, 40 years ago, whereas the minute you mention anything about, well, you know, I think there's something wrong with me mentally, emotionally, or people just, they didn't slap the straitjacket on you. They slapped the stigma of the straitjacket on you and said, he, she's crazy. Oh, my God, crazy, stay away. Which is why a lot of people never sought mental health help. And they just committed suicide or had nervous breakdowns and were cast away because it was a stigma. 
um, now, thank God, it's getting better and better, and people are seeking mental health. If you have issues with depression or if you have addiction issues and you just feel something's not right in your head with your feelings, with your thoughts, anything that's running through your mind, your head, um, seek out someone who is a mental health professional and get the help you need. Um, Also, physically, please get a physical at least once a year and take care of your physical health. Don't be afraid of the doctor. Uh, A lot of people don't go visit doctors because they don't want to receive bad news. Well, it depends. You could go voluntarily and receive advice or news that you need to do something with regard to your body, your physical health, or you may be forced to, in whatever situation, to meet up with a doctor in an emergency room, and you're going to get the bad news anyway, and at that point, probably the bad news that you're going to get is irreparable. But um, please, people, take care of yourselves mentally, physically. And don't ask, please don't ask a psychic about your health, because lately that's another thing I'm getting in my readings. You know, people will come and well, what about my health? Don't ask a psychic about your health. Go to a doctor. And, you know, have a checkup. Take care of yourself. Psychics will be able to give you information regarding the present and the future and the past or what have you of your life. We will be able to guide you through the help of our spirit guides and through connecting with the other side, but it's all informational, and a lot of times it's information that you are supposed to get at this point in time, and then there's information that you're not supposed to get when you want it and when you ask for it, because you're on a need-to-know basis. Spirit works in a very different manner than we do. There's spirit time, which is not the time we use. We use a linear time. But you have to realize we are living in multidimensional areas. So spirit will most of the time in reading not give me a time frame for something, but they will say, yes, this will happen. And then the first word out of the, the person's mouth that I'm waiting for is when. They were all like that, even me, you know, when. But I want to know when. I want to know. Um, it almost seems like the more you want to know, the more I'll get this message from my guide. She'll say, tell them they're on a need-to-know basis, and they don't need to know right now. And I think it's funny because, you know, that, that generally is a, a military term or a political term, and, but it seems that the more important the issue, the more you're on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> so... um but we as human beings, we, we don't want to accept that we don't need to know what we want to know now. We want what we want. And we've also been told that you can have whatever you want. And that's kind of misleading, but, you know, it's what we've been told. And a lot of times I'll say, this is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. You get what you get when you're supposed to get it at the right time and the right place. You just got to trust. And it's so simple, I think we don't want to wrap our heads around that simplicity, 
because we've been misled a lot that we could have whatever it is we want. Um, a lot of that is the law of attraction. Ask, believe, receive. Well, yes and no, because if you're asking for something that it's not in your path for this lifetime to get at the time that you're asking for it, trust me, you're not going to get it. I don't care how you ask, believe, receive. It's not going to happen. Um, generally, if you ask for something and if you are supposed to get it, it will come to you in divine time. But if you're here because you have failed to learn your lessons three lifetimes ago and here you are again trying to get it, you know, it's like the kids like got left back in kindergarten. If you just can't get it, it's not getting through, you're going to do it again. And you're not going to be able to ask, believe, receive, and get what you want because that's just not the way it works. We're here to learn. We're here to work. We're here to progress. So basically, surrender. Be allowing and accepting of all that's on its way to you. And keep your eyes wide open. Don't get distracted. Live in the moment, and you'll see how things change. You may even be the beneficiary of a couple of serendipities here and there. And I love serendipities because serendipities are blessings that come to you without you asking, without you praying, without you doing a thing, they'll just come, drop in your lap. They might not come frequently, but they will come. If you're on the right path, you're going to notice more and more synchronicities, and you're going to notice interspersed a serendipity every now and then. It's a joyful occasion. Um... Okay, so enough of that rambling on. Let's get to our topic tonight, color magic, or what energies each color attracts. Now, you can use color in many different ways, from the clothes you wear to the accessories you wear or carry with you. Each color radiates a certain spiritual frequency. Therefore, it attracts different kinds of energy. So, for example, by wearing your favorite red scarf, it can boost your self-confidence. And have you ever noticed that for a certain time you tend to buy clothes or other objects with the same color? You may thirst for this color your whole life, but almost always this changes as we grow up. I remember there was a time, well, red is my favorite color. I love the color red. But I also love the color purple and any variant of purple, lavender, violet, uh, periwinkle is another real favorite of mine. Um, anything that has a purple violet hue, I like that almost as much as I like red. And again, it depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> so let's begin with the magic of each color and its correspondences. White. White is an exceptional color, and it represents purity, unity, and perfection. White is a color of new beginnings, a clean slate, but at the same time represents wholeness and completion. White isn't stimulating to the senses, to say the least, but has a profound effect on the psyche. But it can create a state of confusion 
and what your mind can conceive, you can create. Black. Black is associated with things that are hidden, that are secretive, mysterious, and the unknown. It's a color by its nature that keeps things hidden, but also protects from external emotional stresses and traumas. Black is, in essence, the absorption of all colors and the absence of any light. It's the opposing force to the color white. And while we wear white to stand out, we wear black to hide ourselves. From a psychological standpoint, black is a very powerful color. And at times, the power of the color makes it an intimidating, unapproachable, and downright unfriendly at times. Gray is a very unemotional color. It's the sitting-on-the-fence kind of color. Gray is a very detached color. It's neutral and impartial. It's a color that's associated with indecisiveness as well. Gray is a mixture of black and white, themselves being non-colors, and depending on which is the more dominant of those colors, the meaning of shifts. Closer to black, more mysterious. Closer to white, more illuminating. Gray is a color associated with stability, calm, and composure. It's also a color that is associated with wise manhood and womanhood. Red is a very powerful color, warm and positive color, and is a color that can be associated with most of our physical needs and our ability and will to survive. Red is is an exceedingly masculine color. It's a motivating color. It inspires us to action. Red is also a strong-willed color and can give those who are a little shy the confidence they need. It's the color that awakens our life force. Red is also the color of sexuality, passion, and lust. It can stir deeper and intimate feelings such as love. But it is also a color that can indicate anger. It can be agitating, and if you are surrounded by too much red, you may find you become easily irritated with this around you. Orange is a color that effortlessly combines the physical energy of red with the joy and cheer of yellow. It's a color that exudes warmth. Orange is a color that is closely tied to the gut feeling, and a lot of times you'll hear me speak about the gut and how that's the seat of your intuition. The gut feeling, your instincts, your intuition, which moves away from the physicality of red and the intellect of yellow. So it's a joining of the two. And when I refer to your intuition and your gut, I always refer to this as your internal GPS system. Now, your internal GPS system means 
the gut, the intuition, and GPS meaning, in this instance, guided perfectly by spirit. Listen to it. Don't ignore it. Learn to listen to that, and that that's your solar plexus area. That's the yellow chakra sitting right above your sacral chakra, which is the orange area, and sometimes they join. Um, orange is an uplifting color that has rejuvenating properties, which can help recover from you recover from grief, disappointment, and despair. Orange can be a positive outlook color on the darkest of days. It's extroverted, uninhibited, and a social color. It helps with communication in social situations. So, going over this at this point, we have white is a purification, healing, and regeneration. All kinds of blessings to improve your spirituality and connection with the source of all things or divine source. Black, to conjure the aspects of Saturn to absorb and remove negativity, unblacking, uncrossing, or to get rid of bad habits, unwanted situations. To contact the ancestors to honor the dark aspects of the divine and to honor death. Yellow is for intellect, mental clarity, communications, to contact spirits and other realms, to summon and honor the element of air, or for extra energy boosts. Pink is for love, friendship, romance, peace, for both physical and mental health, emotions, family relations, and to heal the heart. Red is the color of passion, power, sex, speed. To summon and honor the element of fire. To summon the aspects of Mars for good health and vigor. Purple. To empower your psychic abilities and your magical practices. And divination for dream magic and astral projection. For tuning with higher realms. Orange is for creativity, inspiration, Attention, expression, and attraction. Use orange as a road opener and to embark upon new adventures and new ventures to bring good luck and positivity into your life. Next color we have here is yellow, which is the brightest color on the spectrum and, in a psychological sense, very uplifting color that often inspires hope, joy, happiness, and fun. It's basically a very cheery color all around. Yellow is a color that is largely associated with the logical side of the brain. And because of its uplifting qualities, it also helps to stimulate the mental faculties. Yellow is a color that inspires the curious nature and inquisitiveness. Yellow is such an enthusiastic color that pulls out optimism and confidence from the dark parts of the psyche. Next color is green, and green is the color of balance and harmony. Green works with the heart chakra and the emotions to help create equilibrium between your head and your heart. Green is the color of renewal, rebirth, and growth, a color that epitomizes spring. 
Green is a powerfully positive color. It's the mediator between parties, the peacemaker. Green possesses a strong sense of right and wrong. Green will look at all sides of the situation and will take the moral path and do what is best for most people. Green can be possessive and materialistic. Also, at this point, I'm going to note that years ago, green was the color of the heart chakra, and it was known as the color of the heart chakra. Nowadays, recently, pink has entered into that definition as good colors for the heart chakra are green or pink or both. So you can use both. If you want to use crystals and work on your heart chakra, you could use rose quartz. You could use green adventuring. You could also use a crystal called unikite or unikite. Unikite is green stone with pink splotches. So it's the perfect stone to use when doing heart chakra meditation or heart chakra work. Turquoise is the color that helps to open the lines of communication between the heart and the voice. And it helps you communicate what you are feeling to those around you. It's a happy and friendly color. Turquoise sits between green and blue on the visible spectrum and is related to the thymus or the throat chakra. This is the one between the heart and the throat chakra. It's a color that effortlessly radiates calm and tranquility of the color blue with the uplifting energy of yellow. As turquoise is a mixture of blue and a tiny bit of yellow. Blue is the color of trust, honesty, and loyalty. This is a color that exudes confidence and always does the same thing in hard times. Blue is a color that seeks peace and tranquility, but also helps those around to feel the peace and calm that it seeks. Blue promotes relaxation for the mind and the body. It is the helper, the one who rescues the damsel in distress and will always be there for those in need. Blue is always the giver and always likes to build Lasting friendships and relationships. Blue is also associated with speaking your truth through the throat chakra. Always speak your truth. Don't be afraid. Just speak your truth. Indigo is a deep midnight blue. It's a darker blue. And it's a combination of deep blue and violet and holds the attributes of both colors. The color indigo is the color of intuition, and it's associated with the third eye chakra, the brow chakra. And this color helps to open the third eye. Working with indigo while meditating helps you achieve deeper levels of consciousness. In New Age terms, it's the ability to use your higher mind and higher consciousness to go beyond the five physical senses. Indigo also means a deep devotion and wisdom. And at this point, we're going to take a short break so I can grab a uh, 
sip of water, and I'll be back in a few minutes. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Dear parents, much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please, do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show us acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children. And we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial arts. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Hi, and we're back. Um, next color we have here is purple. Purple is a deep spiritual color, and throughout history, it's been associated with royalty, nobility, luxury, mystery, and magic. While purple is a mixture of red and blue, however, the violet ray is the highest vibration of the visible spectrum. It can assist in the exploration of the healing of life stuff, both purple and I'm sorry, not the healing of the meaning of life stuff. Both purple and violet can aid in dream recall and psychic gifts and awareness. It's also good to empower your psychic abilities and your magical practices and divination, dream magic and astral projection. Sorry. Next color is pink. Pink is a color that represents love, compassion, and the understanding of self-love and the love of others. 
Pink is a feminine color which is romantic, affectionate, and kind. Pink is a mixture of red and white. And depending of the amount of the dominant color, the meaning will change. More red, action, passion, power. More white, insight, sensitivity. Pink is a very loving energy and is a non-threatening color. But don't take it for granted. It can still pack a punch when it has to. Silver. Silver has a very feminine energy and closely associates with the moon and the flow of the tides. It is a fluid, emotional, mysterious, and sensitive color that has an innate calmness to it that can soothe the most irate of souls. Silver is a color that can cast reflection to help you illuminate a way forward in difficult times. It's a color that is good for releasing and cleansing of negative energy. And once these have been freed, you can find new paths that were hidden before. Silver is a very intuitive color and is great when you're wanting to expand your intuition or other psychic gifts. It can act like a mirror and reflect any energy that's given out, regardless of what kind of energy it is. Gold gold is the color most associated with wealth and success, achievements, and triumph. The Olympics use gold to represent the winner of any specific event. When you took the color, when you look at the color gold, you associate it with abundance, and prosperity. It can also imply material wealth and extravagance. Gold is the color of masculine energy and the power of the sun. It denotes warmth. Gold is also optimistic and a positive color. And it is linked to the highermost chakras, the God's head chakra. Brown is a very serious, very down-to-earth color, and it's the color of the earth beneath your feet. And it's because of this that brown is very projective and is supportive, uh, not sorry, not projective, protective and supportive color. Even though brown is a serious color, it's also a very friendly and comfortable and approachable color. It's the color of loyalty, trustworthiness, and is very practical. Brown is an honest color and is also genuine and sincere. Now, let's take a look here what we have to say for green. Again, green is for healing, fertility, growth, abundance, prosperity, and the aspects of the planet Venus, and it's also good for health and money spells. Blue is a color for peace and calm, renewal, healing, protection. It's good to use in dream magic or job spells, weather spells to summon and honor the element of water as well as the planet Jupiter. 
silver is to, as we just said, empower your intuition for prophetic dreams, for connecting with the astral plane and lunar forces, for manifestation of your dreams, anything associated with the female aspects of the divine. And again, gold, success, wealth, and money spells. It's good to use of those. For good health and good luck to attract and glow, to summon the aspects of the sun and anything associated with the masculine aspects of the divine. So, that's a little bit about color magic. I remember years ago, uh, I, I think, if I'm, I'm not sure if I'm mistaken or not, but the Lori Cabot, the very famous witch, um, she's on Twitter, and I don't know if she's on Instagram. I'm sure she's on social media, but I've seen her on Twitter. And I believe that Lori on her Twitter feed every day gives the color of the day. Now, years ago, I used to buy the witch's calendar, and I stopped buying it at one point. But the witch's calendar, which I believe is put out and published by Llewellyn, gives you a wealth of information in addition to denoting and giving you the information on the color of the day. So if you get that calendar, I know they have the wall calendar, and at one point I had the wall calendar and the spiral bound calendar, but either or is good. And they do have the same information. But if you're really curious as to knowing what the color of the day is and following the colors of the day, I suggest you get that calendar. It's called the Witch's Calendar. And you can get it on... um, I think you can get it on Amazon. And, again, looking this up here for you guys. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's the Wiccan event and holiday calendar, actually, or the pagan calendar, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and you can get it on Amazon. And... Um, just look under, just type in Witch's Calendar, you know, and here I'm looking on Amazon, Llewellyn's 2017 Witch's Calendar. Um, and you can get, I believe you can still get, you can get the wall calendar, you can get the spiral bound book calendar, date book they call it, whatever you want, you can get it. And you'll see the color of the day there. At one point in time, I think one year, years ago, I didn't order it and my girlfriend had it. And we played a little game. I would psychically send out my feelers. What color did I feel for the day? And I would I would use that color. And then I would later on check with my friend. And basically nine out of ten days, I hit the color right. Because the color that I intuited, using my gut, using my my internal GPS system, Nine out of ten times was right with what had been published in the calendar saying, today is the red day, wear red, or today wear black, or the color of today is white or green or blue or what have you. So um, it would be fun to do that. See, you know, when you wake up in the morning, see what color you feel like wearing. Uh, 
I never was one to lay out my clothes before my work day because I knew that in the morning, depending on the vibe of the day, you know, when that new day bond and broke, I might not want to wear what I had laid out the night before because it's all timing. And the way I felt the night before and the vibes I was getting at that time wouldn't be the same as the vibes I got in the morning after a full night of rest and sleep and whatever. And um, so I always, I'm, I'm used to picking out my clothing the morning of, you know, get up, have breakfast, pick out clothes. <laughs> but whatever works for you. So um, I hope you enjoyed the show, Energies of Color. And we'll be back next week with, uh, oh, my goodness, there's some weird stuff going on here with the with the studio. Uh, we'll be back next week, 7 p.m., and my guest is Lisa Marini Wilson. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.